what's up with you? And when I defang the viper, trust me, ain't gonna come from nowhere. Jeff, I already put you out. I don't even know why you're out here right now. Keep on talking. Hey, 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 do me a favor. Why don't you act like this is an AA meeting and you shut your mouth while I'm sharing with the crew? And Mustafa, you out here, a boy among men. And I'm gonna tell you what. You got lucky at the Rumble, so I know you're gonna come out here and run your mouth about how bad you are. But let me give you a little bit of a reality check. You see, Mustafa, you said that my eyes don't lie. Well, your eyes don't lie either, because last week, they were closed real tight when I put your simple ass to sleep. And AJ, hey man, be honest with me. How's our old girl Wendy doing? Always is Devin, and we are about to break down the gold standard NXT New Year's Evil and AEW New Year's Smash. Man, and we are once again here with Devin <laughs> brandishing the title Goldie. You, want, you know what? That was just a natural reflex. I wasn't even trying to pay attention. You must have. I saw it, and I just, I just, it's my title. It's my title. Three years. Your title. Three years I had that title. So, you know, for, for listeners, for a little bit of context, um, me and Devin, we're in a fantasy football league together. Uh, the last three years in a row, I was champion of this fantasy league, 12-man league, PPR league. Um, yeah, man, it was it was a heck of a road. I felt like like Thanos. I was just like, you know, just wrecking and just conquering, you know, year after year, collecting titles, just add them to my collection. You know, i.e. Our, our guy Kenny Omega. And yeah, oh, wow. it came 2020 it was not a great year for <laughs> for me as far as fantasy football went. And Devin capitalized and reaped the, the benefits and took over as champion. So the, the shift of power switches from one host of the Clark Shoe Wrestling yes. Podcast to the other hosts yes. of the Clark Shoe Wrestling Podcast <laughs> within this league. So I yeah, am man. your champion. <laughs> <laughs> All these years I've been champion. And I never thought to have that belt on my shoulder. And then, ah, it's okay. Snooze it's okay. you lose, it's sir. Okay. I, I felt like I was just being humble. But, you know. Hey, hey, um, you know what? It's been a long journey. I've been humble enough. <laughs> All right, sir. I've been in this league for six years. Out of the nine years that it was established. I've been champion before. <laughs> been in the playoffs for two, for only two times out of the six, making this my second time right here. Dang. Five yeah, years man. since removed from the plot since the last since the last playoffs, man. Five years removed. Yeah. Damn. I come back. Ugh. Stronger than ever. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Hey, no, well deserved. Congratulations again, sir. You deserve it. You know, when hey, it's if it had to be, anybody. hey, you know what? You gave me the knowledge, sir. You passed down the knowledge because I, I made a epic, not an epic failure. I just kind of it was an epic failure. You could say it. You could say it. No, you could say it. It's okay. No, no, I drafted <laughs> Patrick Mahomes in the first round. You don't get a quarterback in the first round ever. You don't hey, get a quarterback in the first round. I did it. Round. <laughs> lesson learned lesson learned lesson learned <laughs> i was like all right i was just so focused on what he did that previous Yo, season yeah. like, I, I, had I, need, I, had I need patrick mahone yeah. i need some 50 point games i need all of that and i was just so focused i'm not even thinking about you know 
as a as a you know strategy wise as yeah. you know points wise points being spread out yeah. you know i'm not focused on that and then you just like hold on you need to break it down like this i'm like you know what yeah yeah you're right yep yep you can get, like you can get your quarterback seventh you eighth just round wait. just wait because the year i got had aaron rogers i got, got aaron rogers in the seventh round yeah. end up getting Justin Herbert off the waiver wire. We end up doing the epic trade. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You needed a QB. I needed a running boom. back. You get, boom. Yep. Right there. Yep. That was it. <laughs> that was it. Yep. No, man. Fantasy, you know, it's it's just one of those things. You you just strategies wise with quarterbacks, you should yeah. wait. You know, running backs, good to load up early. You know, receivers, you can find them on the waiver wire, but you you still want to get you that can. one number one receiver to, you do. to get you like you, you had do. DeAndre Hopkins. So that was huge for you having him and your receiving core. Even Keenan, Keenan Allen, Allen before he got hurt, because yep. Keenan Allen and Justin Herbert, oh my god, yeah, that man. combo he, they was just yes. killing. Yes, yes, that combo was and killing. And even Mike bro. Evans as well, you know, yes. like yeah, man, red zone threat, yep. man. Yep, yep. Yeah. Nah, man. Was, even even T.J. Hawkinson on my tight because tight ends suck this tight year. Tight ends suck. Yeah, for for fantasy football, I man. Had Mark so if you got a and, uh, decent. He was great, but <laughs> just that one, uh, our matchup, I needed him to get one more catch. And I remember there was a play where he was streaking down the end zone and Lamar Jackson's yeah. non-throwing I was watching ass. that, too. I was like, oh. Uh, just Lamar, <laughs> just put it on point. And Mark Andrews, reach, yes. reach, reach. But no. no, man, couldn't do it, couldn't do it. But that's okay, that's okay. So, but yeah, man, Congratulations. Well deserved, you know the new champion. Now, was there a new champion? Were there new champions crowned on NXT, New Year's Evil, on AEW, <laughs> New Year's Smash? Well, that's what we're here to discuss. So let, let's let's go yes. ahead and, and break it down and see what happened because we had do that, championships sir. on the line on this card. But the first match was about a former champion trying to get his groove back, you know, and carrying mm. cross with his mm-hmm. wife Scarlett. Going against Damian Priest, and this is the first matchup of the new year for NXT. Carry or Damian Priest actually came out first. You know, had his energy, had his arrow pose. He did his whole thing. Yeah, Karrion Cross come out, entrance on point. But what I kept feeling was this is about Scarlett. This is about <laughs> this man getting respect and having having Damian Priest put some respect on his wife's name. That's what this whole match was all about for me. A smoke show. A smoke show. <laughs> exactly. What? What? He got everything he deserved. I don't care. He's supposed to be the face and Karen's supposed to be the heel. No. No. <laughs> Damian Priest, you don't do that, man. Calling his wife a smoke show. I mean, you know, you ain't wrong. But still, that's the man's wife. Like, you don't do that. That's disrespectful. And Karen Cross let him know. And mm-hmm. that, that was that was a war. Those two went at it. Physical. I love how they were just striking with each other, man. Yeah. Just the strikes and the counter strikes, you know, especially Damien, Damien Priest with the kicks. And then he go uh, basically carry across, come back and just uh, hit him with the punches. I'm like, God, oh, and then suplex him. Yeah, bro. They, they was in the battle. I, they was in I the love the, the banter from Damien Priest, you know, basically telling them like, you know, is that all you got? Is that all you got? Why he's covering up? You know, he's trying to get away. He's like, come on, come on. Let's see what you got. Is that all you got? Oh, 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 oh. Is that all you got? Oh, oh, oh. He's just like getting his ass whooped, but he's still trying to talk shit. And I'm like, this is, this is entertaining, man. You're doing a good job right now, Damien Priest. Yeah. I like this. So I like that a lot. 
Um, and and Karen Cross was selling. You know, he was selling the the arm injury. You know, because I mean that that was Which I think was that's smart. why. Yeah, why he left, why he yeah. had to, to yep. spend time away. So that was smart. I like that a lot. Um, he was selling, and that we don't really see him like that, where he's vulnerable. We've always kind of seen him being like in control, yeah. indestructible. So to see that was exactly, cool. I gotta admit, I, I I did expect this because of the body advantage or the body size advantage that Damian Priest had, you know, in height, not in weight, yeah, but in height. So I figured, you Street know, he'll. Even. You know, I can see, I can see if Karrion Cross had to sell, it would make sense in this match. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. It didn't look weird. It looked like okay. No, 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 no it no, makes no. sense. It's natural. A guy yeah, like exactly. Damian Priest with his size, with his striking ability, yeah, he could do some damage. He could do some damage for sure. Now, I will say, it does kind of make Tommaso Ciampa that loss look a little bit worse now too, because Tommaso didn't do shit. Like Tommaso just got his ass whooped. He got his ass whooped for ten minutes, man. Yeah. It was a monologue ass whooping. Just... It's basically the bane of Dark Knight yeah. ass whooping. <laughs> oh, take the gallery. That's what it was. That's what it was, man. He had no chance. Even the 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 mere moments where Batman thought. Okay, maybe. I'm going to use the smoke bombs. We turn the lights out. <laughs> like, I can see in the darkness. I was bred in the darkness. Bred in the darkness. <laughs> Why does you it sound like adapted to darkness. <laughs> I feel like I the count like, from damn. Sesame Street. I was bred in the darkness. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, he, Bane, talked throughout that whole ass whipping <laughs> of, of Batman, bro. I was like, he just gave Batman a monologue yeah. ass whooping. Broke his back at the end of the speech. Yep. <laughs> just finished him. That was yep. That was Karrion Cross and Tommaso Ciampa. He might as well yeah. have just picked him up and broken Tommaso Ciampa's back. Uh, like, ah, 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 ah. I'll break your body. Ah. <laughs> you will never be the same again. Yeah, right. <laughs> So, yeah, man. So, Tommaso, hey, and and now, you know, with uh, Timothy Thatcher, unfortunately, on the shelf, and we didn't get the fight pit match that was supposed to oh be here. Oh, my God. I was looking forward to it. Which, man, looking at this card, it's like, you would have added the fight pit to this? That that would have been. It was already a sick card. That, but, damn. Yeah, it was. Damn. Yeah. That match yeah. added to it. Wow. So, yeah, man. So Like, a fight pit match between Thatcher and Tommaso Chumper. We already saw the last one between Thatcher and Matt Riddle, and that shit was hard. Just think yep. about him and Tommaso now. I was like, oh, I can't wait for this. And then yeah. it was just unfortunate that they got pulled, though, man. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, you know, that type uh, of you know physical quality and that type of match, you know, I'd rather be, you guys be safe than sorry. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, but now Tommaso Ciampa, maybe he should move on, try to get some revenge, at least have a better matchup against Karrion Cross because – he owes him a receipt. Now, I don't he think does. he's going to beat Karrion Cross, but he owes him a receipt. Like, you got to yeah. get some respect back because, yeah, I, I still can't forget that one. I will not forget that yeah. ass whooping you took. That was <laughs> the Bane like, ass whooping. Tommaso didn't do a damn thing. He was just trying to figure out what can I do. <laughs> like, <laughs> what am I fighting? Just, what is... <laughs> just, just brace for impact, sir. Just, that's all you can do. Just hold, hold on, hold on, Tommaso. Hold, hold on, brace for impact. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you can do. <laughs> that's all you can do is brace for impact. Oh, oh man, damn. 
But it's true. Yeah. That's yeah. what that was. Yeah. So Tommaso, hey, leave Timothy Thatcher. That's done for now. You need to go mm-hmm. ahead and find Karen Cross. Just find him wherever in the locker room in a dark alley and get your respect back, <laughs> sir. Because you need it. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. This might this might get your head straight to get back on that mission for Goldie. Yes. Yes. It's like I gotta get my mind back for mission for mm. my Goldie and fans football. But you know, mm. Mm. I digress. I digress. Back to Damian Priest and Karrion Cross. Strong physical matchup. Karrion Cross uh, ends up winning the matchup at the end of it. Um, he did the uh, the the what was it? Saido the that slam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he, but after that, he didn't. He actually didn't finish it with that. He hit him with a forearm um, and the back of the yeah, head. Yeah, it was like a backhand. It was like a big ass slap like, you like heard, and then a, yeah, knocked him out. Yeah, yeah, like, and that was up. it. Boom, and then hit him Boom. in the back of the head. And I'm like, wow, okay, I like that. You know, pinned him and then picked up his wife. They were on the entrance way. I was like, yep, that's the <laughs> fitting end because I'm telling you, this is about Scarlet. Basically, put some respect. Yes. Keep my wife's name out your yeah. mouth and put respect on her name. That's it. Like maybe you was right. He's a face. Yeah, because that was like a face move. How? Yeah. Charlotte just jumped on her husband. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, they're definitely celebrating the night. Celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and celebrate. That was, you deserve it. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. So great matchup to start the night off. To start off the new year for NXT. Love that. Uh, we had Santos Escobar against Grand Matalik for the Cruiserweight Championship. This was a good matchup, strong matchup overall. It was yeah. 12 minutes and 28 seconds of high-flying action, fast-paced mm-hmm. action. Grand Matalik, he did his thing. You know, it, overall, it was a good showing. It wasn't my – I mean, it, it was a good match. It's – you know, it's funny to say it was kind of, for me, a somewhat forgettable matchup, though. Like, as I'm thinking back to it, I'm like, man, like, I remember just in general the cliff notes, the cliff notes and how the how it felt. (laughs) But it wasn't like with everything else that happened on this show. This is the one that kind of falls through the cracks a little bit where you're like, all right, Mm -hmm. if you had to take something out for the fight pit matchup, maybe this would be the match that you would kind of like want to substitute to get that one in if you needed to take anything out. But overall, I thought they did their thing. It was cool. Um, during the matchup, they mentioned Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza are going to be in the Dusty the Dusty Classic. So they'll be one of the tag teams in there. They're not going to win. Cool. There's no way they're going to no. win. So that's not no. happening. No. Not at all. So. <laughs> so, but solid matchup for Santos. Now, here's here's my thing, though. Now, I, I got to mm-hmm. go ahead and say this with, with when it comes to Santos Escobar. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. There... I don't care who he faces or what what matchups, how many matchups he wins, until he fights Jordan Devlin, this is still yeah, not real. Yep. <laughs> this is still yeah, not right. real. Jordan Devlin puts you on notice. Who the yeah. hell I don't think I didn't realize, I didn't notice, you know, how you guys change the interim to official champion. And this dude, he hadn't beaten me. I've never been beaten. I've never been pinned, submitted, and he's the champion? Hell no. You got to come see me. I have the belt. He's right. <laughs> he's right. So until they need that to fix happens. This. We can't be having Santos, two NXT Cruiserweight champions. And Santos hasn't said anything. He no. literally still what hasn't said anything. What can he say? 
can't really say anything, but go over there and show in action. <laughs> That's it, man. Like, just show up. I just. That's all you can do is show up. Yeah, it's a paper championship until he fights Jordan Devlin. Period. Mm. Period. Mm. That's just it. He has to. In my eyes, every yeah. time I see, and maybe this is why when I'm watching this, I'm like, okay, this is cool, but I'm not completely into it's, it because it's a pretend belt. Because it's it's missing something. It doesn't have that substance. Because the real champion is sitting out there in the UK saying, "Nah, fuck all that." Like, this is I never lost. I never lost right. this. What y'all, you guys are playing around here. I'm the champion. So, yeah. how you go from an interim to official now? How did that happen? <laughs> what? Excuse me? I didn't get the memo because I'm still holding this belt. <laughs> Somebody gonna gotta come beat me for this. So I, hey, I'm just saying, Santos, you you you're having great great matches, but these ain't championship matches until you beat Jordan Devlin. I'm sorry, like it's just, it just doesn't feel real. So I'm missing something there. All right, let's let's move on here. All right, we had the unveiling of the weeks and weeks and weeks of buildup of the training slash torture slash well, I don't even know what to call it. At some points, it was just disturbing <laughs> with yeah. Boa and Zia Lee, and we finally got the debut of Zia Lee. Yeah, we did. We got the debut. And Zylee looked like a million bucks. She looked amazing. Just amazing. Man. So, love her. Love what I'm seeing. Mm. I, oh, oh, okay. And we also had the, the, the person, the woman in, in charge in the all black. Um, yeah, uh, with the freaky looking nails. Freaky and, nails and the, just yeah, kind of sitting yeah, there yeah. in the chair. Theory. And maybe I'm not the only one. Maybe this isn't a, a, a shock to anybody. Okay. That was not the actual person that was in the videos. That person sitting in a chair, I think, was actually like a mannequin or something that was just kind of like made for that seat, for that spot. And I, I still think that it's Zia Lee that is going to end up taking on that persona. Really? No, yes. you still? I'm, I was I'm wondering because cause when I'm like, okay, obviously this is part of a faction. Because that's what I thought yeah. at first. And then as we, as we was breaking it down a couple of weeks ago, he was like, nah, this is all about Zia Lee. Mm-hmm. But I don't, this don't Did seem like see? this is all about, Z- well, it, right now, right. that debut was all about Zia Lee, but it seemed like this is about what she's a part of. But she, that, that character didn't move once. Didn't move, didn't say anything, nothing. Was just uh, like, just like <laughs> up in the camera, just bug-eyed, you know? And then I, I'm like, Okay, I think this is that that might be just a well crafted. Either there was a person sitting real still, or that was a statue. That was just they just kind of made that. They had some master sculptor create this this thing, and maybe next week it'll maybe, actually be a person. Maybe out of paper mache or some shit. Right, like they might have because it was too still, it was too perfect. Just like the claws, <laughs> just like sitting there on the throne, and then looking all bug eyed. Like, motherfucker ain't breathing, bro. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> Somebody tap this person. <laughs> you all right? You all right, Nick? Like, Squeeze my hand if you're yeah. alive or some shit. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> let us know. Oh, shit. <laughs> cut the tape. <laughs> all right, cut it. Shit. Oh, cut shit. this. Cut. Cut. <laughs> But uh, I just, 
I feel like it's a swerve. The swerve is going to be that when it comes down to it, it's going to be one of like we already got the it was me Austin. It was me all along. We might get part due with Xylee and this presence. That's my theory. All right, so this is where I hop off the train, sir. I'll be like, all right, bye, Hafiz. <laughs> this is my stop. I'm going to gloat. This, this is, is my where I'm going to gloat. If I'm right on this design. one, write it down. I will be gloating. <laughs> nah, bro. I saw, I was like, okay. Even though if that's a puppet, maybe they're, <laughs> maybe they're waiting until they find somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like, do something. Are you are you a, a oh, are you satisfied? Man, are you entertained, puppet? Are you entertained? <laughs> are you not entertained? Guess not. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I guess not, man. Puppet was just had no emotion. Nothing. Still. But Zylee, mm-hmm. though. So let's let's take it off that and just go back to Zylee. All right. She. Looked amazing, new look overall. Love the ring gear. More aggressive, more style aggressive, too, bro. Yes, and then yeah, the, the knee to the chin, then the mm-hmm. kicks to the head. I'm like, mm-hmm. I believe it. This 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 chick. What was her name? They got destroyed here in this one. C- uh, Katrina, Katrina Cortez. Cortez. I think we've seen her a couple of times. We have in, on the main card, time. just as a jobber. I think. Yep, yep. She tried, but yeah, no. yeah, she <laughs> she tried. I tried to be nice, man. I mean, Katrina went out there. She 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 got a family. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying not to just torture her right here on this man. Like, you know. Fuck that, man. I'm gonna keep it real. She got destroyed, bro. That match it says right here that match was only one minute and twenty seven seconds. Oh my god. <laughs> so for one minute and twenty seven seconds, it felt, she got her ass whooped. It felt longer than that. It didn't it did not Hell feel no. like a minute and twenty seven seconds. Oh, I would have said three minutes. I would have said three. I swear to God. Dude. One minute, 27 seconds. I yeah. guess entrances minute, all in. 27 seconds, wow, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, man. So, but yeah, I, I like what I'm seeing from Zia Lee. Next, I want to see Boa. I want to see what he looks like in the ring. Um, but then again. Oh, no, man. He on this, on this men in black persona, bro. He just had the sunglasses, dark suit. He might just be a bodyguard. <laughs> that might just be his whole thing. You know, just he can be her protector. You know, and like just be there to 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 back her up, and she's back her up. The one, she is the henchman. Yeah, I, I okay. I can see it. I can see it. I leave. Right, well, you that's her you persona. Hold on to that, sir. That's her persona. No. Yes. No, no, no. Yes, her no. demon persona. No. You say persona, <laughs> I say faction. <laughs> faction. You can go with persona. I'm going with the faction. My faction stop is right here, so bye bye, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna see. We gonna see. We gonna see. All right, moving along to man. You know, there's a lot of history between these two that I didn't realize until I went to social media and and went really? back through yes through the history of Rhea Ripley and Raquel Gonzalez. And I think please explain, sir. There's a there was a missed opportunity here in the storytelling mm. based off of mm-hmm. what I saw on social media. These two go back a long ways, you know, performance center, traveling the road together, 
training together. They have matching tattoos. When they said that, when they what? I've actually seen the the matching tattoos. It's on if you go on Rhea Ripley or Raquel Gonzalez's Instagram pages and you go back to like months, months, years back, you can see yeah. them together on the road. They're like best friends. They're like sisters. Like they have wow. such a, a, a history together. Bro, and I'm like, they had a history you- like that. And they couldn't bring that to the forefront? They, they didn't. It, it's And they tried to. Oh, like, this was a misstep for me. God, because that could have been an epic rivalry right there. It was already great, but that would have been on a whole other level. They, try, they tried to subtly, like, subtly say, oh, yeah, you know, these two traveled the road together. And, like, they mentioned it, like, here and there in words, but... It's too late at that point. Like, we're we're in the match. We're seeing it. All we can think of is, hey, these two are two of the they're, – they're size-wise, they're like the heavyweights of the women's division. They yeah. are, are very physical, and they faced off against each other at war games. And there was another matchup that they had against each other. That's all we can they think did. of. You actually have mm-hmm. to dig, and if you look on social media, you can see Rhea and, 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 and Raquel, R&R, like – that was a thing. Wow. Matching tattoos. Yeah. They were sisters. And I'm like, wow. you're right, man. They had an opportunity, bro. I think they, they yeah. dropped the ball. They could have put a video package together and showed this right before they had their match. That match was, oh my God. Oh. Wow. Yes. That matchup. Wow. I mean, we got, <laughs> we, it's crazy to think that we're we're literally January 9th, and I'm I'm gonna already talk about potential matches of the year. On this episode, Go ahead. like there, yeah, there's there's a bunch talking about that for the for AEW too. For AEW, yes, this yep. one right here, just just put a put a pin on it right now and say that's one of the contenders for match of the year. This matchup was everything. It was great. It could have been the main event. I love the main event. Yep. This could have been the main event though. This, like yep. just the way that these two went at each other the physicality they took it to the outside you got Rhea Ripley jumping off of platforms you got Raquel yes. Gonzalez telling, telling Raquel to suck it she said, then suck jump up yeah, <laughs> and you got Dakota Kai showing up out of nowhere with a kendo stick wop 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 just having her friends back and then Rhea Ripley stuffing her in a locker. Box her ass, ball her ass in. <laughs> fucking little ass locker, yep. bro. <laughs> like she a half, lo- no, half locker. <laughs> She's like, no. <laughs> she slammed the door. She's like this in the cage. Her fingers pointing out the hole. She's like. <laughs> said, what am I watching? This is great. This is great. So that was awesome. Ooh. And then you got the, the finish with Raquel Gonzalez doing that one arm just choke slam power bomb boom and i did not expect the explosion i was shocked because i i didn't see like usually you can see the the platform and say okay they're gonna jump they're gonna fall through there i thought it was just gonna be a slam on the stage and they went through it me too me too it it was my my heart jumped up i was like Oh shit! They going actually going through with this, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "Did it broke up?" I'm like, "Oh my god, that was that was crazy!" I didn't even see like yeah. the fake board or nothing like that. They they did that perfect. The, the camera swear, work was perfect, I didn't see bro. It. it was perfect. Camera it was work perfect. Was perfect. They they yeah. just they killed this man. They killed it. It was yeah, amazing. So they did. shout out to both of them. Both of these women did an amazing job. Mm. I think the yeah. right women won. 
I think Raquel Gonzalez oh, yeah. winning this. Yep. It was that's who I was rooting for to win. I'm glad she won. Rhea Ripley didn't need the win, but she looked great yep. in the loss, regardless. Just bravo, bad ass, bravo, tough man, tough as nails. I love this woman's drop kicks. It's like one of the badass drop kicks I've ever seen. It's like. She pauses in the air for a little bit and mm. then hits you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. you know what I'm saying? I like that little pause in the air of the drop kick and then, like, hit you with the drop kick. Like, ha, bitch. You know, <laughs> trying to just, you know, kick your head off. So I, I love it, man. It's kind of just, it looks a little, little different. Like, she's putting a little bit more impact yeah. at the end of that drop kick. Yeah. So, yeah, man. And I feel like, okay, so now big picture for both of them. Raquel Gonzalez first. I feel like for Raquel... This is her establishing herself as the new top of the mountain, top of the heap, yes. baddest woman yep. of NXT. I think this kind of just solidifies it. She is the one. She's the top, top dog. dog. Il Shirai, yep. watch your back. She's coming for you. Like, that's – it's happening. That belt is hers. Collision course. She's on the path. She's yes. taking it. She's going to take it. <laughs> they face against each other. She's taking it. She's going to be champion. Taking it. Done. Like, that's yes. going to happen. Yes. On the mm. other side, Rhea Ripley – Salute. That's it. Salute. That's it. Yep. It's time. Mm-hmm. Go. Hey, she did. She did a great job. Yes. Yes. Round of applause. Salute. You did an amazing job on NXT. You've done all you could on NXT. You put over one of your best friends. That was a great way to kind of help establish her and have a great send off for you. I wouldn't be surprised if like after the show wrapped, they said, hey, you know what? This was Rhea's last match. She's going to show up yeah. at Royal Rumble and be one of the participants in that matchup. And you know what? Now, as I'm talking about it, I'm just going to go ahead mm-hmm. and say it out loud. And maybe I've said it on the show before, but I think Rhea Ripley, Raw mm-hmm. Rumble 2021, mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. the favorite for me to win the whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. She's in it. Mm-hmm. She's she's going to win the whole damn thing. I think she's going to end up mm-hmm. winning, going I'm on like to WrestleMania to challenge a champion. We'll see who that's going to be. But, yeah, well, she's going to challenge Charlotte because Charlotte is taking that belt from Oscar. <laughs> it's going to happen somehow, some way. Yeah. Charlotte ruins Oscar's title reigns all the time, so it's going to happen. <laughs> so it's just what it is. Oh, it's, oh, that's definitely happened. That's definitely happened. But I, I, lo- I like your – you made some great points, you know, especially from one former champion talking to another former champion of, of Rhea Ripley. I can see how you guys, you know, got that chemistry. So that's how great. we think alike, you know former champions. <laughs> yeah, 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 man, you know. Yeah, former yeah, champions, yeah. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, former. But you know, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you show the code? Need something to warm it up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just had some on my shirt. I just had some on my shirt. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Get Damn. it off. Get it off right there. <laughs> Damn. Damn. But, man, bro, this, I, I, I am definitely co-signing to that assessment, how you broke it down. Hell yeah, Rhea Ripley, come to Raw. Let's let's get you to be the winner of a uh, World Rumble because that's what you need. Because you kind of just been on, you know, you've been booked cool, but you've been booked on a losing streak yeah. towards the end of your run on NXT. When you think about it, mm-hmm. so this would be great. You go in there, great momentum booster. You know, I think people already know about Rhea about Ripley it. from last oh from God. last year for the last Survivor yes. Series. So you go in there and just. <sighs> Steal the fucking show, win the Royal Rumble, and go to the and uh, beat Charlotte Fair at WrestleMania. Oh, we need that. I can't. I, I just. I will be so mad if she doesn't show up. I. I. I really would. Now that I'm, th- as we keep talking about it, as you just were speaking right now, I'm. Yeah. I'm literally getting really excited about the the thought of Rhea Ripley. That music 
hitting at Royal <laughs> Rumble. This, this is, is my brutality. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Uh, that's it. Like, short of Becky Lynch shocking the world and coming back at Royal Rumble, I feel like there's nothing else that would make me be like, oh, my. Like, and, and I, I just <laughs> so badly want her to win this and so badly want her to go back to WrestleMania and pull that off. And maybe they can have, like, limited fan, you know, uh, attendance for that one. For Royal Rumble? For No, no. For Well, for Royal Rumble would be for cool, but I don't think we... Yeah. WrestleMania. No. I'm thinking for WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, limited attendance yeah. for WrestleMania. Maybe. Um, that would be amazing, because to have fans there to witness Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte, damn, like that. They should be able to do it at this if, point. If, if the NFL was allowing fans in Miami and some of the Jacksonville games, too... They should be able to do it for yeah. full. You know, if they're going to have yeah. WrestleMania in Florida at Tampa out, Bay. Do the social distancing. Yeah, yeah, space them out, you know. Yeah. And it, or, uh, AEW's doing it. They have fans. They yeah. have limited fans. Yeah. So, like, let's yep. start to get people in there, especially for something like WrestleMania, and to have that moment where you can have, like, like the Drews and the Rias of the world, like, for their first time with fans to, to experience that, that energy. You know, it won't be the same as WrestleMania's past because we're not there yet in terms of getting full capacity, but just any kind of actual fan interaction for these wrestlers. Just a little bit. Give us a little bit of encouragement. Like, all right, we're on that path to getting fans back in the arena. You know what I'm saying? So they can just do that. Like, we know what to do with the guidelines now. You know, if you can set up, you know, digital thermostats and all that. Yeah. You know, we can have some fans, you know. They can make it happen. I hope they they figure that out, man. Because I I just, I want that for them. I want want to experience that as a fan. I want that for the wrestlers just to to be with the people again. Like, let's just make it happen. Let's make it happen somehow, some way, safely. But let's make it happen. Um, So, yeah, great, great matchup. I mean, oh, this is this is when we talk about match tonight. Like I said, I, I feel like this match right here might be my match tonight. Just I'm because. gonna go. I'm gonna go with the ladies. Yeah, right. Like I'm already going with the ladies. Are I'm just gonna keep it real. Like we're gonna break down Finn and Kyle we'll Riley, there, but yeah. but the ladies killed it, bro. They, they killed I, it. I think so. I agree with you, man. I agree with you. That's just where my heart is. Is just saying like this is the one that really got me. So where once this mm-hmm. matchup was over, it was kind of like, okay, this show could be over. Like, you could just end it here, and I'd be happy. And we still had two more matches to go. So, you know, it was, it was something. So the next part of this night was my guy Johnny with the, with the, the, the cavalcade, <laughs> the, 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 the cars just, just being following him down the road, down the street. You know, you had that going. He's making his way. Police escorts. He had it. He had a whole shebang. He had everything. (laughs) Police escorts. Yes. Came out for the celebration to him and The Way, which, by by the way, I know you don't watch Star Wars, right? But The Mandalorian. So, you know, I don't know why I I was slow on this one, but this is definitely, he's doing this because of The Mandalorian. Because in The Mandalorian. (laughs) Oh, that's what it is? The Mandalorian. The picture? it has to be. It has to be because then the Mandalorian, he's, he's, it's always about that is the way. That is the way. That is the way. Like, that's part of the Mandalorian's code is the way. You know Johnny. He's a super nerd, too. You know, he came out yeah, with the Iron is, Man is, costume and the Daredevil yeah. costume, Wolverine. Yeah. You know he's watching Mandalorian. So, anyway, shout out to Mandalorian and, and that show. And, I, hey, finish. Like, keep going, Devin. Don't give up on it. You don't have to like Star Wars to like the Mandalorian. But... <laughs> 
I digress. Uh. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I digress. So, you know, you had the, the police escort, Johnny, and, and, and family, and Toe, Candace, you know, and the whole family. Austin Theory, Indy Hartwell, getting the ring, celebrating the fact that Johnny Gargano broke the curse. So, you know, they're in the ring. They're celebrating. Um, the, the picture was great. Like, Austin Theory unveiled that picture that he and uh, Indy Hartwell got because they said, you're like a modern-day superhero. As a matter of fact, we got you something. And they yeah. unveiled it, and it was a picture of the four of them in, like, these, like, car- cartoon caric- caricatures of themselves. You got Johnny Gargano in a superhero suit, like a, almost like an Iron Man yeah. mech suit. Austin Theory, like, almost, Austin Theory. almost built as the Hulk. And then he was like, <laughs> Johnny was like, look at your muscles. They're so big. Is that to scale? <laughs> Is that to scale? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was great, man. So Ooh. they're having a good time, enjoying life. You know, it just, just everything's great. And then Shotzi comes out mm. to ruin the whole thing. And she comes down in the tank. And Austin Theory is having none of this. He's like, no, no, you're not invited here. He goes down to the ramp. What are you doing here? Get out of here. And Shotzi shoots a cannon at right at his balls and just hits right him. Right at his nuts. He was like, Right oh. in the nuts. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you saw it coming. It couldn't have been more telegraphed. Yeah. But it was still funny. So that Johnny happened. immediately went, ran, to, <laughs> ran to Austin Theory, bro, <laughs> consoling him. <laughs> just, just you know, taking care of his son, his surrogate son, Austin yep. Theory. He took care of him, like, oh no. And then um, you had Kushida <laughs> show up, get involved in this whole thing, and then, dude, I, uh, oh my god, we had um, um, oh man, why am I blanking out on this? The host, um, uh, oh, uh, Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis, yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Dexter Loomis. All of a sudden. Dexter Lewis is like, rings the bell. And, and like, I'm like, ding, 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 ding. even me too, I'm just like, what the hell? What you mean you ringing? What is going on? And he looks, he points at the, at the, at the stage or at the, 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 the Tron. And there's a picture of, of the tag match that he's just going ahead and book. <laughs> and someone said, I think it was Wade Barrett. He's like, how did he draw that so fast? Like and Johnny said he, the same thing. He was like, wait a minute. How do you even draw that that fast? <laughs> I was here yelling at the TV. I was like, this is a setup. This is a setup of my guy Johnny. There's no way. He planned this with Kushida and Shotzi. Damn it. Oh, man. That was hilarious, It bro. was fun, man. That was it hilarious, was man. Yeah. So, so great, you know, just comedy, just having a good time. It was awesome. Yeah, man. It was a, yeah, it was a comedy break match. That's it, what was. it was. It was. And they did it great. Was. They did great. It, they knocked man. it out of the park because it was great. It, it, I was entertained. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kushida and Shotzi ended up winning. You know, they won the matchup. But overall, like, it was really just about just having a good time and having a break between that intense matchup with Raquel Gonzalez and Rhea Ripley and breaking that up between the main event matchup, which was Finn Balor, the champ, the prince, Finn Balor against. Before, you, we, we, before we get on that, oh, okay. that main event, sir, your thoughts, because now they officially. Uh, Officially made their statement. They're entering in the Dusty Classic, Johnny Organo and Austin Theory. Oh, yeah. Um, I love it. I love it. I love that, man. I think that uh, it's great for 
for both of them, really, but especially for Austin Theory, the most more that he can work with Johnny Gargano, the better. Um, they have great chemistry with each other. The no look high fives, you know, and just like the, the humor. They're just having a good time, and I love that. And I think that, um, let's see, who are they? Are they the ones going against Brizongo in the first round? They are. Or is that undisputed? No, no, no undisputed. undisputed. I'm sorry. Undisputed Undis- yeah. is going against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that overall, I mean, Johnny has a, a great history in the Dusty Classic. So, I mean, he, he and Tommaso actually won the Dusty Dusty Classic, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. I don't think, I think they'll go far. I don't think they'll win it. Um, I have a theory on, on who's going to win the Dusty Classic. I think Undisputed Era is probably going to win the Dusty Classic. I have a feeling that it'll be them because I think we're getting, I don't know. I, my initial thought was UE, that they would pull this off. But we'll have yeah. to see the, the whole field. Um, the Grizzled Young Vets, I think, are going to go pretty far in this. Um, and whoever wins this, you know, they're, they're going to beat Lorcan and Birch. I think they're just going to take the titles off of them. Like they that, will. That's happening. They will. That's they, happening. They, they serve their purpose so far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's what over. about the women's side now? Because now we're introducing that the women on the awesome. Dusty Classic. Now, yes. now, and now and Candace LeRae had announced her team, her and I like the name, Indie Wrestling. Indie Wrestling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Her and Indie Wrestling uh, announced that they will be entering in the Dusty Classic for the women's side now, man. Perfect. Perfect. Now, that's one where. I mean, I have to know who the rest of the competitors are, but they're going to be yeah, heavy yeah, yeah. favorites in this for sure. Yeah, because um, I could see – it depends on what they want to do with Raquel Gonzalez, but, like, her and Dakota Kai, you know, being teamed up, I think that would make a lot mm-hmm. of sense. Um, I don't know. Like, that, that's – that's I'm excited about the prospect, and I'm sure they're going to put together some cool teams. Um, there's some, some women there that have a lot of chemistry – I feel like it'll make a lot of sense once they start to build this. So, but yeah. I, I think it's 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 past due for the women to have this this opportunity to to showcase tag team wrestling in a tournament style thing on NXT, and it's a perfect place for it. You know, in WWE, I'd be like, nah, I don't believe this. But in yep. NXT, <laughs> in NXT and AEW, like those two places, you know, uh, yeah, I can I can believe that they'll take it seriously. And they'll they'll let the women go out there and perform at the at their highest ability. So I'm looking forward to it. Okay, yeah, me too. When I saw that they're announcing the women's for the Dusty Classic, I immediately marked out. I was like, oh man, it is you know definitely well deserved and oh well overdue too, man. Because mm-hmm. you know with the with the women that just be killing in in the NXT, they deserve like. Uh, a format like this and get the spotlight. And plus, who doesn't love tournaments, man? And, and usually love NXT it. knocks it out of the park with their tournaments. Man, and now classic, we get like Cruiser a two-for-one tournament right here. So now we get one for the men's, for the tag team division. You get for the women's too. So this is like a bonus right here, man. So, hey, man, the uh, wrestling fans are winning right now. Yes, 100%. 100%. You know, it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to watch. Um, I want to see more of the teams get unveiled uh, for for both of the tournaments, but um, the women's yeah, Dusty yeah. Classic, looking forward to Dusty Cup, you know that's that's going to mm-hmm. be fun to watch. So looking forward to it. All right. So speaking of looking forward to things, I was definitely looking forward to the main event: Finn Balor, the champ, the prince himself, versus Kyle O'Reilly, the 
maybe the new leader of the Undisputed Era. Maybe. <laughs> 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 yeah, I throw that out there a little bit because Kyle's been stepping up, man. So yeah, he has. He has. Although, uh, if you know. ask Adam Cole, he would say Finn Balor there is no leader. Might have checked him back to his place, though. <laughs> let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. So you, why don't you you break this one down because that that's an interesting take, man. So why don't you go ahead and roll with this one? Oh, uh, bro, this match was fire because of the in ring psychology, bro. This was all about Finn getting this motherfucking payback because of that jaw. He was like, man, fuck that. <laughs> I want my, I want, my, I want my receipt. I want my motherfucking receipt. <laughs> That's what he wanted. Yes. And damn it, he got it. Yes, he, he did. got it, man. Like with the in, in between that match, you know, before I go towards the end, it was fired. You know, they slowed it down. They was going tit for tat, very, very fucking physical. But man, by the end of that match, it seemed like the way the way Kyle was just looking at Finn, like he was just like. Okay, I, I guess I stepped out of my line. Like I, he put me back <laughs> in my place, bro. Because he was like, "I'm not ready." Just hold, holding his jaw, holding I his jaw because ready. he's been working his jaw. You know what I'm saying? Ever since he put his head on the on the ropes, yeah. he just kind of snapped it. And all, all ever since then, he's been like working like his jaw on the ropes, like Finn Balor, busted his jaw, just just fucked it up. You know what I'm saying? And and the way Finn Balor was just looking at him, man, he was like, "Man, yeah, I got your ass. Yeah, that's yep. right." Take this receipt, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but I, I love the in-ring psychology of the match because it was just all about, you know, Finn getting that receipt back. And then, you know, Finn, not Finn, but Kyle O'Reilly did an amazing job too, making it making it believable that he maybe he can get it, you know what I'm saying, because he uh, because of the first match, you know, of, of making – somewhat making feel like you know uh finn balor actually lost that match even though he won, won like, one, yep. it was a, it was a moral loss basically what when finn balor suffered so yeah man this match was fire i loved it i liked it but not match night i'll give it to the ladies though yeah yeah man great great breakdown of that i mean like you said it was all about the receipt you know he made sure like okay the last time, and they mentioned on commentary too, the last time we fought after the matchup, no one was talking about how Finn had retained the championship. Everybody was talking about how Kyle O'Reilly broke his jaw, <laughs> and he was pissed about that. So he said, oh, okay, you guys all want to talk about that and forget about me, the champ. Because remember now, yeah. I came out of that with the title. So, okay, I'm going to show you. So he went right at, at Kyle O'Reilly, made him, made him bite down on the rope, kicked the rope, busted his jaw, Kyle O'Reilly's jaw was fucked up the entire match from there. He just, like you said, he kept holding it, he kept selling it, like, oh, man, my jaw. Every time he would get hit in the face, oh, yeah, my jaw. Selling it perfectly. Like, never, yes. like, losing that, that story element to continue to keep selling that jaw injury. Then I love the callback, too, to the liver shot when he kicked Kyle mm, O'Reilly in the yes, liver. Yes, And Kyle yes. was like, oh. Oh, oh, damn, not again. Time out, time out, time out. Right, right. I'm not talking about, no, quit playing, man, quit playing. Like, it was one of those where I was like, wow, he did it again. Like, he caught him in the yeah. liver again. It was so believable. Like, Kyle and Finn, just the way that they did that, great chemistry overall, love that spot. Um, and, yeah, like you said, so the finish, it was crazy because it wasn't the typical finish for Finn. 
It wasn't mm-hmm. your coup de gras. It wasn't 1918. It was Finn putting a submission on. Submission. To make sure after he hit him with the liver shot, he got him in like, I don't even know. It's like a classic submission move, but it was an abdominal stretch basically is what it was. Yeah. It was an yeah. abdominal stretch. And he had his like his 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 neck or his jaw in a, like like in this position, putting yeah. pressure up. And I'm like, oh, he's fucked. Well, it was crazy because, you know, he's been selling the jaw injury the whole time Kyle yeah. Riley was, and he, and he was selling the liver shot, and then he's doing an abdominal stretch. First, it was standing. Then he pulled him down to the ground, and then he, he pulled had him more down leverage. to the ground by yeah. his jaw, and he's pulling back on the jaw and stretching out the abs. So now the liver and the jaw is getting attacked. And the, the other touch that I love is that Kyle, his foot was like an inch away from the rope. But he couldn't reach far <laughs> couldn't enough. Make it. And then the tap came. And I was like, oh, shit, he tapped. Like, I, I didn't even, like, the first time I saw it, I was like, wait, where, where was the tap? What, the, what just happened? Yeah. And then they showed the replay. Yep. And I was like, holy shit. No, he tapped. There's no controversy. He, mm-hmm. He's like, get me out of this. Get me out of this submission. I'm Too done. Pain. <laughs> I quit. Right. <laughs> I quit. Done. And then you got, you know, Adam Cole and the rest of UE, you know, they came out. Um, well, Roderick Strong, I don't know. Was Bobby Fish there? I don't think Bobby Fish Bobby was Fish there. Bobby Fish was there, yeah. He was there? Okay. Because I remember, yep. uh, sorry, Bobby, I, sometimes, you know, it's just, it's just the way it is. But <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Bobby. But, you know, you had, you had UE out there, Adam Cole's, like, trying to check on Kyle. But then Finn Balor is sitting there. And I couldn't tell, is Finn trying to reach out to respect the man? Or is Finn trying to tell him, like, yeah, motherfucking, like, that's right. Like, no, you're I think it was like, like, yeah, motherfucker, because that's right. the vibe I got. It wasn't yeah. like, you know, I'm about to give him respect. It was like, motherfucker, don't fuck with me no right, more. I told, exactly. you, I told you I was coming for that ass. <laughs> and look, look you. at you. Look at you now. Look at you holding your chin and shit yep. with your boys consoling you. staring at him, just, just <laughs> looking at him. Then he stuck his tongue out. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got with you. With the yeah. dick shot. With his, put yeah, his dick right. out. <laughs> 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 like, hey, Finn, you won, man. What you do? <laughs> and he was bleeding, too. He had, like, the gash in his head. Yeah, and you saw the blood yeah. there. It was streaming on his face, yeah. too. I was like, man. Even, too, went at, right after he won, he was on the ground. And he's telling the ref, he's like, put the belt in my fucking hands. Like, I was reading his lips. I was like, okay. Put the belt in my fucking hands. I said, yes, this is the prince. This is that dude, man. So, oh, my God. Finn, congrats. You you just, you you got your payback for that last matchup. Because even though you won, it kind of felt like you lost. But you came back. You got your receipt. You got your respect. I can I can cash my my check. I can deposit my check. Bro. You can deposit, deposit your a whole check. bunch of checks. Let's he go. Let's go. Cashing <laughs> checks. Yes, writing checks that he can cash. That's how you do it, Adam Cole. That's how you do it. <laughs> I can't say shit about that, man. Because that's true. That's true. That's true. Adam Cole ain't, ain't cashing checks. I can't cash an Adam Cole check. Yeah. <laughs> talking about we're going to have we're going to do the we're going to repeat the prophecy yeah so even well so it's funny because i was i said earlier on i'm like man i feel like ue could win this but then i started thinking about i'm like "Mm, i don't know actually because they're saying they're going to repeat the prophecy but i I don't know i don't know if that's going to happen especially with kyle losing 
okay, so now UE's going to go and win the tag team titles? Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And then, to your point, oh, and we have to talk about this. We got to talk about this. So, Pat McAfee, I saw a post. I saw a post that you put out there on Facebook. I think someone mentioned something about Goldberg. And you had posted. Maybe you, you didn't oh, know yeah. that I saw yeah. this. Yeah, I said that. But I you had posted. That. You said, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I would rather see Pat McAfee <laughs> in a matchup <laughs> than this shit with Goldberg and Drew. And I saw that. I almost immediately texted you. I'm going to save it for the podcast. I'm going to save it because I've been waiting for this, for Devin to show Pat McAfee just a little bit of just just uh, give him an olive branch, just a little bit of a chance to Pat McAfee. Olive branch. It's just I'm just giving you a comparison of what I'd rather watch. If hey, you to give me basically you, two shit sandwiches. You picked oh, Pat okay, McAfee over. Have... All I heard was you picked Pat McAfee over Bill Goldberg. You said that, sir. That's not saying nothing, bro. That's not, like I'm, I'm all time. I'm, Devin I'm says putting this Pat man as, is as the all time greatest. <laughs> oh man so yeah man so pat mcafee he's still lingering around there man like he may show back up it's getting close to wrestlemania season uh, we'll pat see. mcafee yeah, call, adam cole you know oh my god i didn't even think about that sir yep yep yeah he's Ugh. he's that type of celebrity that they would want to say okay yeah, we want this guy around for, you know, the takeover that's going to happen the night before WrestleMania or during that, you know, that time frame. So let's keep an eye out for that because he's 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 not going away. Let me ask you this. What's what's next for, for Finn or who's next for Finn? Man, so the obvious choice would be carrying cross. I think for a lot of people, that's that's the that's the matchup that we as fans, I think, want to see most. Is Karrion Cross versus Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. But I did mention, you know, Tommaso Ciampa and Karrion Cross potentially as well. Because Tommaso Ciampa owes Karrion Cross a receipt. He's going to lose, but he owes him a receipt. Um, so with that, I don't know. I don't know. He's starting to run out of people to, to, to go against. <laughs> I mean, Pete Dunne is still there because it was Kyle and Pete Dunne, the last two guys that fought over that number one contendership. Kyle O'Reilly uh, lost yeah, his chance. I didn't think about that. Pete Dunn. And Pete Dunn and did say we're similar. You know, we're cut from yeah. the same cloth. So yeah. Pete Dunn would make a lot of sense for him to go against, to have another, mm. like, tough as nails opponent to go against. Um, I, I could see that. And I, I would I would, yeah. I would get hyped for that matchup. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. I'm with that, man. I like that. Finn Balor, Pete Dunn. Because yeah. honestly – I would say carrying across, but it feels like that's too soon to say that. Right yeah. Now. I feel like he needs one more one match. More. Yeah. Before we, you know, before we, we get to the main dinner. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He still needs another appetizer, you know, before we get, before we serve him the main course. Because honestly, when that match happens, I'm, I'm picking carrying across, man. As, oh, lo- yeah. as much as I love Finn Balor, but carrying across is winning that matchup. Right. Like, you he, can write he, all the checks you want on that. He, I ain't cashing none of those, sir. Never, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's never lost that belt. It just, it seems like it should have been still his. You know, like if not for him getting hurt, he'd be champion. And then Finn would be challenging him for the title versus the other way around. So I think, I think, uh, you know, down the road, we'll see that. But I, I agree with you. I think that we'll have, we have 
maybe another feud for both of these guys first before they eventually go against each other. So, yeah, I think that's what we're in store for. All right. Any other thoughts on NXT before we move on to AEW? One question, man. Oh, we got the awards to talk about, too, by the way. We'll talk about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one more question because this is about dealing with NXT. Uh, Man, I've been thinking about this for a while, too, about how NXT, how it's it's, it's stepping away. It kind of losing this ever since last year, Survivor Series. It, It it kind of entered the game as legitimate third brand, but ever since that Survivor Series has come and passed in 2019, it lost its, its way now. And I feel now that NXT is more development than than ever now. Because I actually see as, as I see NXT, there's a ceiling for NXT now. Mm. For no matter who. Karen Cross, even Finn Balor. Like Finn Balor, you, you should eventually be back in SmackDown or Raw, bro. Because uh, you can only do so much in, in NXT just the way it's formatted right now, man. It seemed like ever since they took it off the network and came to live, that's when we we saw like most of these rinse and repeat matches. Uh, you know, not seeing. I don't know, man. It's it's just it's just it's i guess that's the problem the rinse and repeat matches make it seem like all right there's no no one else to go but to the main roster man yeah i think um okay so there's a couple things that i'm thinking about as you're talking about this like first that yeah you know for me nxt when they went to the usa network that to me actually was a sign that they were maybe going to try them as a third brand um and survivor series to your point i think was kind of like the peak like the 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 pinnacle for them as far as mm. being respected as a third brand because they they mm-hmm. won that survivor series they 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 did clearly did and even the the lead up to it you know on raw and on smackdown when they showed up and invaded yeah the evasion name oh my god here. like yeah. that right there was was awesome and nxt looked great in that man like it, it that's why this year's survivor series kind of felt like it was missing something like you just felt frustrated because you knew how good it was last year with NXT there was something missing and it was the gold Mm -hmm. brand it was NXT um but now when you say more developmental than ever you know where I do see your point is well look at what we just said about Rhea Ripley right (laughs) so Rhea Ripley we just said hey it's it's time you know it's time for you to move on and to do something something different and take that next step because she's done everything she could do in NXT. I mean, she even challenged Charlotte Flair as the Royal Rumble winner to challenge her for the matchup at WrestleMania. But now it seems like since then, since Survivor Series, since WrestleMania, everything now has kind of shifted to where they're not being represented against Raw and SmackDown anymore. It seems to all be about Okay, Raw and SmackDown are their two main brands. They're just focusing focusing on those two. Mm-hmm. And NXT is just kind of like they're there. Like like they're not getting that same, you know, respect as that third brand. Like you just see the subtle signs from WWE, from, you know, Vince and management that it's like, uh, yeah. we don't we don't really, you know, see you guys as that that third brand. And it sucks because to this day, even as we're saying this, I still think, for me, 
NXT is the best thing that they got going when they actually <laughs> let them do their thing. Like this yeah. show that we're talking about right now, oh, God. this was amazing. You know, right. and this could have been on the network. This could have been a takeover. It could have been a takeover. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, it's it just, was that it's good. Just, it was so good. It was so good. So it, it's crazy that that Vince doesn't see it. That Vince won't kind of try to push them more, put them in in the Thunderdome. You know, put them like try to expand yeah, NXT, man. make them more global of a brand. You know, it, it's just it's just weird. Like it, I don't understand. I don't get it. You would think you would see this and say, you know what? There's something here. Triple H sees it. Uh, William Regal sees it. All the the whole crew. They Tommaso Ciampa, Finn Balor, or not not Finn Balor, uh, um, Johnny Gargano. You know those guys who I think are kind of lifers for NXT yeah. now. Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't even want to go. Even Tommaso yeah. said he does. He has no interest of going to the main roster, bro. Which, you know, like I that says a that. lot because he because he knows. Right. He knows that's a death sentence, basically, man. To go there. Exactly. Exactly. For a lot of these guys. So so I just, I think it. what's true is WWE sees them as a third, as a, as a, as developmental. They just see them as developmental. That's it. They don't see them as a third brand. Um, and I think it's a missed opportunity. I feel like mm-hmm. they could be a third brand because really, I mean, from a fan standpoint, from a hardcore wrestling fan standpoint, they're your best brand. You know, you may see them as developmental, but they're your best brand. Your best so brand. that's just, it's its a misstep. It's a misstep by them, yeah. and it's, it's unfortunate. That's, that's why I think, you know, I don't care about, you know, who wins in the Wednesday Night Wars, but I think, but that is the reason why they all, they're always losing to me to A-Dub because WWE is not treating NXT as, as a legitimate third brand. AEW is the legit that's the top brand. That's they yeah. dynamite show. Yeah. That's that's their SmackDown. That's their Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And it's going against the and it's going against the little guy. Of course, it's gonna crush the little guy every fucking time, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's in a stadium. AEW's in the stadium. It has pyro. It has fireworks. It has a has uh, an outside venue. It's a bigger yeah. venue. Yeah. You go to NXT. It's a small. It's a small venue. Yeah. Almost like, you know, it's a cool aesthetic look, but when you look at it, it's more of an underground basement type feel. Yeah. The the lighting is more dim. You don't really see the fans. They're just kind of on the gate. So it to me is more that's more of a smaller feel to it, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like I think it would be so cool to see them go to a bigger arena, a bigger space, add to mm-hmm. the production value. You know, do all of that. I feel like that would be the next progression for NXT if they were ever to make it a true, legitimate third brand. Um, I feel like the aesthetic look and feel for NXT works for for them too. Just as a from it from a fan standpoint, I love it just yeah, the way yeah. it is. If they didn't change anything ever, I'd be fine. But it for them to be a third brand, I think if they were to do that, that would make me believe that Vince and the rest of them are like okay. Now we're going to treat them like a true third brand. Now we see, and now we're going to go ahead and invest some money and some dollars into really trying to make this thing look like a million bucks. You know, take it from the basement yeah. to, yeah, you know, the produ- They need to up the production level, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I think, you know, because, like I said, the aesthetic look is, like I said, man, like, it's nothing wrong with it. It just feels small in comparison to AEW. Yeah. You know, when you compare it to AEW, 
hell yeah, you feel the you see the different uh the different comparisons of all right, AW feels bigger compared to NXT because I can actually compare NXT com- production level actually to Impact production level. Mm. It's almost similar. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you look at Impact production, you see their setting. Uh, they don't even have fans, but it's still like dim. The the curtains around, you know, it's, in, it's like in that somewhat same wheelhouse of NXT. Yeah. yeah. When you think about it, man. My comparison with with NXT would be like a like an ECW, like a slightly more polished ECW, mm. where you know it feels like you said very underground, you know, yeah, very yeah. like close knit. You know, it's almost like family atmosphere. You know, and um, it, it, it's got that like. And now with the with the you know chain link uh, fences like that would have fit perfectly with ECW. So, oh hell yeah! <laughs> you know, and and I there's there's an appreciation that I had for ECW back in the day that I'm like, all right, cool. You know, like if that's what you're going for, cool. But now I, I see what you're saying, I, and I guess to to the now as I'm thinking about ECW, I guess the question I would have for you is, mm-hmm. looking back at it back in the day. You know, when ECW was at its height, you know, with like RVD and Taz and Sabu, yeah. Tommy Dreamer, Sandman, you know, New Jack, all those guys. Um, did you ever think like, OK, they could never be at the level of like WWF or WCW? <laughs> like, That's a good question. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I did. Because just the way. You know, we were talking about production level. I remember ECW back in the day when I first looked at it, man. I used to watch it late at night with the whole damn infomercial blinking, you know, yeah. Waiting 100 Collect. It used to get sponsored by that, and it'll show, like, a whole graphic. And and just the stadiums, too, the camera. The I was like, the venue small, but the, it's all packed with a whole bunch of people. It's a little bit yeah. more rough. Even the, the 13-year-old me knew, like, okay, this is cool, but this would never get on WWE's level. They're doing, like, crazy shit. You know, you yeah. got Stone Cold, you got Rock, you got the Pyro. They got the, as soon as you come in, they got the dinner, 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 JR's like, yeah, wake up to WWF. I'm like, man, it's, like, in your face. It's like you're ready to, it's pumping you up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. I think for me, you know, the the one way that I could see NXT staying the way that they are, but somehow surpassing or at least, you know, being able to compete with 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 Raw or SmackDown still would be with the fans. I think it's mm. that the fans and the energy that the NXT fans bring to every NXT show, yeah. that energy is just amazing. It's amazing. You know, and you don't get that from WWE fans. You don't get that from like Raw or SmackDown fans typically. You know, sometimes the pay per views, like when we have these shows in Chicago, yeah, I mean we can get we can get nuts, you know, because there's a certain Hell type yeah. of certain type of crazy that you get, you know, at these at, at, at Allstate, you know, it's Hell just like yeah, no, it's wild down, yeah, you know. So, but like you get that all the time at NXT. Like I feel like at NXT it doesn't even matter. Like that that nah, group man. that shows up, it's like a family, yeah. and they yep. they, they had regulars too like that you saw like every yeah. week. You know, fans that you can recognize. Like, oh, I see this fan like every week, man, all the time. And they and they bring it hundred percent, man. They yep. go all out. You know, yep. and that's, and that's and that's what's missing now. You got fans mixed in with pipe noise of fans, which you know that 
I'm still I'm done with that, bro. It's like I treat it as white noise, bro. I don't yeah. even get hyped up because this is awesome. I'm like, really? Okay. Like, yeah. Just ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I hate it. I hate it. I just I, I, yeah, I really all the booze or oh yeah. this was funny. Uh I meant to bring this up earlier, but this taint but this pertains to talk about the, the crowd noise when Mustafa Ali or and I'm sorry, Mustafa, Mustafa. When Mustafa, Mustafa Ali was on Raw Talk. And he was talking about, you know, man, this, <laughs> yeah, is, this is bullshit. This. We yeah. just wasted three hours <laughs> on a, a, a whole bunch of has-beens. Yeah. I'm like, damn. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like, how many times are you going to listen to, whole, you know, thank you very much, brother, you know, for the yeah. 700th time. And then Charlie said this dumbass yeah, question. And she was like, well, did you hear the cheers? And Mustafa was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard the cheers all right. <laughs> They really pumped them in. They really pumped that up, didn't they? They really pumped them in. I was like, holy shit. Oh, man. See, man. Yeah. They they need to drop that shit, bro. Yeah, the 2K 2K crowd noise, man. Yeah. As you you coined it. That's, yes. They need to get rid of that because it's just so, like, generic, robotic. It's it's really not needed. Even Impact doesn't use it. They right. don't have no fans. Right, right. And that just says, I'm like, oh, it's not needed. Yeah. I can still yeah. get down with this. Yeah. <laughs> like, they should just do what, I mean, AEW, what AEW does right now, which yeah. is you have limited fans there. You yep. know, in NXT, they already are doing that with limited fans. Um, before, WWE was doing, um, you know, the, the uh, uh, developmental wrestlers, and they had that like plexiglass there, and they would bang on the glass, yeah. and you hear them. I'm okay with that, even. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like we don't over see none of that, man. Yeah, yeah. Crowd it's noise. like yeah. Ever since they invited the crowd, they're like more just have a calm demeanor. Even though you have, you hear the pipe noise. This is awesome, but you see everybody just on the gate like this. Yeah, watch it like all right, all right. But everybody cheering. This is yeah, awesome. How everybody right, like, like this? Nobody doesn't just, match. Nobody up. doing this <laughs> like. I tune it out. Like you said, I just tune it out. I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. It's happening. Cool. Whatever. Moving on. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. But good but, talk. Good talk, though, man. Yeah. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Yeah. Yeah, man. Definitely. Always, always. And then let's shift to the other side of the coin with the New Year's specials. With New yes. Year's. Well, actually, I did want to talk about the awards for NXT. I almost forgot to bring up the awards. Yeah, you want to do that game. or you want to go to New Year's Smash? You know what? Let's say, you know, let's call it audible. We'll, we'll do year-end rewards at the end. Let's, okay. Let's stay All on right. track with the All wrestling right. right now. All right, let's stay with the wrestling. <laughs> let's stay with the wrestling. All right, so New Year Smash. Let's do that, and let's go over to this. So this one, so again, just the, the, the winners here of this uh, this Wednesday was, was the fans, definitely, because we got treated to two amazing shows in New Year's yes. Evil and New Year's Smash by NXT and AEW, respectively. And both of these shows could have been pay-per-views. I mean, take my money. You know, definitely it's worth paying for right. the quality of wrestling that we when got. Charge me 50 from, bucks. Here's my 50 bucks, sir. Dude, seriously. <laughs> it was on free TV. They gave us gold, man. Like, thank you, thank you, thank you, AEW and NXT for this, because this was amazing. So with AEW, they started things off with the Young Bucks. Young Bucks starting off 2021, tag team wrestling at its finest. And actually, it was an eight-man tag match. We had the Young Bucks and SCU 
versus the <laughs> there you go got to get that in while you can because apparently right. it's coming to an end so you right, know right. Let's, let's, let's say it while it's we one can loss. All the SCU. One loss. <laughs> well i'll get into that because I, I don't um like what what are we but um so i don't want to get negative right off the bat but scu versus the acclaimed and hybrid two the hybrid the acclaimed the acclaimed oh, man. you know what max caster actually came out with some better bars he he, was he must have listened time. to our show he's like all right let me get on put the pin Step it up. to the notes let me put it together <laughs> you know i'm like he came with some better bars then bars were much improved they were so better. i appreciate that max caster I, you know what i'm saying i give credit when credit is due <laughs> But let's let's you brought it up. Let, let's let's talk about the stipulation that they have. So they can never lose another match. Period. Like they ever lose that. Like I, I figured it would have made sense if there was some kind of stipulation. Like, hey, we want the tag team titles. So it's one or the other. Either we become tag team champions, we keep winning, and we f- win the gold, or we break up. Like we 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 no longer wrestle. It can't just be hey. If we ever lose another match ever in our careers as a tag team, we will never tag team together again. Just over. SNU is done. <laughs> what? What? Just split up already. Like I'm just, I'm just over it at that point. If you're gonna just put some stupid, like, I, uh, and Jericho was right. He said, "Hey, you know, you know it's legit because when AEW puts a stipulation, we stick to it, which is true. So yeah. I do give him credit there, but." I mean, really, just, I don't even care. I kind of want them to get it over with and just split this tag team up and just be done with it. Well, so that's you kinda... really never cared about Christopher Daniels. I, uh... So, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Truth, you always like, you told, never. Yes. <laughs> I've always thought, hey, this stage of his career, Christopher Daniels is probably better served as being like a booker or someone that's working in the back, like bringing up the younger yeah. talent, putting over the younger talent. Like he's not his time. He had his time. And, and for me, an impact, you know, him for the X Division Championship, you know, those matches he would have with AJ Styles and Samoa Joe, some of the best matches some of the best rivalries that I've ever witnessed as a wrestling fan, mm. like period. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of respect for Christopher Daniels, the fallen angel. Like he did his thing. But now this version of Christopher Daniels, I just don't care to see him like winning matches. I just, I want to see him kind of like with dust, like with, uh, with, with Dustin, you know, it's, it's a similar thing where I'm just like, all right, it, it's, it's, you had your time put over this younger talent. Let's yeah, not do right. the, yeah. What? <laughs> I said right. You want him to put the talent over. Yeah, you know what I'm exactly. not just you know, you shouldn't be going over yourself. No. Why are you beating anybody? I mean, you having this win over hybrid two and the acclaimed, it's like you just you that does nothing for them. They're struggling here to try to make their names and you're beating them? What the hell? Like that would have been a great win for them to have to help establish them and you took that away. And you're going to do nothing with it. I honestly thought the acclaim was going to get the pin. So I thought because that, that's the reason why I thought SoCal was part of why, why the reason SU was part of this tag team match. So Christopher Daniels can take the pin. <laughs> love, I expected love. Christopher Daniels, not even Frankie to take. I expected Christopher Daniels to take that pin. But he's he the got Sheldon the pin. Benjamin of the team. He's the Sheldon <laughs> right. Benjamin of the team. 
It's it's him. Yes. He's a weak link. Yes. <laughs> yeah, man. So you know, for me, that that's just it. You know, it's not like a disrespect thing. It's more of a no, no, you know, no. he's done a great job. You know, he's had a great career. But I think his time is just it's it's it's, it's that time. It's that time where it's like put over the younger talent, be that guy to be that mentor to all these other wrestlers. And, and do your thing that way, you know. So, it is what it is. They're they're telling the story. Eh, we'll see where it goes. Um, overall, though, this matchup, uh, it was a fun matchup overall. Um, great way to start off the new year for AEW. Fast paced tag team wrestling. Great chemistry on all sides. Just an overall solid matchup. Um, so I, I enjoyed it. It was it was great. That's just kind of my like my general thought on it. And like we already said. Christopher Daniels ended up picking up the victory, you know, for for the their team. So, <laughs> hey, we'll we'll see where the story's going. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it is what it is, man. You know, like like you said, it was entertaining, but I thought they got the 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 pin wrong. You know, right. it should have been the other way around. <laughs> flip it. Christopher just Daniels. flip it. Yeah. Just flip it. That's all you gotta do is flip it. You know what I'm saying? The little. You know, just race that little arrow right there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Would have been good, though. But, you know, at the end of the day, it was still entertaining. Yeah. It was entertaining. It was entertaining. It was. All right. So, the next matchup we had was definitely war. This oh, is war. <laughs> oh, man. So, we had Jake Hager versus Wardlow. And, mm. yeah, man, mm. maybe Jake Hager's best matchup in AEW facts. maybe I fact you know? maybe bro that's facts that's facts cuz I'm watching this and I'm finding myself saying dang I'm into this I like this I like what mm-hmm. I'm seeing here the heavyweight like hard hitting wrestling right um, pushing each other back and forth yeah like I like that and the story going into it you know well first of all both of these guys they keep like they had issues from the beginning when they joined when they had MJF yeah. and Wardlow join the inner Just circle kept staring at each other they had staring contests back and forth, you know, and Jake Hager was irked by the fact that Wardlow wasn't there, and Jake Hager was felt like he was he was doing his job and pulling weight for for Wardlow. So he's like, you know what, I'm challenging Wardlow. And Jericho made it a point to say, hey, these two just got to get this out of their system. This mm-hmm. isn't us having an internal feud. This is these two dudes got an issue. They got to get this out of their system. I said, okay, all right, Jericho. I, I like see that. You. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That makes sense. Just let them fight it out. Let them, let them, let them go to war. That's cool. So they did, and I mean, there were a couple times when Jake Hager had him in that arm and neck choke. A couple times, I was like, all right, he's putting Wardlow to sleep, especially from yep. the top. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, this is gonna be crazy. Smart on Wardlow falling down, uh, catching Jake Hager's, uh, basically getting him um, hit off the top rope. So that broke up that that uh, that submission attempt, and then he pulled off, which I don't know. They got to change the name of this finisher, but it wasn't the F ten that they call <laughs> it. About the F five, it's uh, better than it's. It's twice as real, good. As man, they got finisher. to change that finisher name up, bro. It's because when you think when they say call it the F ten, automatically think of the F five. That's four. it. Yeah. For Brock Lesnar. That's all I madly think of. Y'all got to change it. Y'all got to change it. Because that reeks of some WCW shit right there, too. Because that's some shit that they would do. Like, oh, it's, it's, it's this, the bookend. 
The bookend. The bookend. <laughs> yeah, That's the, the rock, rock bottom. The rock bottom. That's the, the rock bottom. <laughs> I think I think Booker T said, "Well, the bookend. With well, the difference between the bookend <laughs> and the rock bottom, that I when I land, I land on my knees. <laughs> then when the rock lands, he lands on his body, on his legs. What does that have to do? What the fuck? What are you explaining <laughs> right now? What are you explaining? I land on my knees and he lands on his legs. <laughs> One difference in that offensive move. He changed his whole look. He changed his tights to basically look exactly like he was wearing long tights before when he was Harlem Heat. And then he ended yes. up changing to like the, the singlet to look just like The Rock. And then he started doing the bookend. And I'm like, this dude, come on, man. So, yeah, <laughs> Wardlow, you're doing great, but... You got to change the name of that finisher because it's all just an F5, man. All he does is tries to do one more spin than Brock. He's like, he just gets more leverage. Like, see? F10. F10. One more spin. Did the F5. F10. I doubled it, see? Well, the F10 was enough to put away Jake Hager. He ended up winning the matchup, which when the pin happened, because I'm like, man, how are they going to do this? Is, is this going to be a double DQ, a double pin, double countout? Like, how are they going to escape having one of these guys beat the other one? I thought it was going to be some kind of draw, but they didn't do it. They had oh, Wardlow get War. the win. Clean and I win. That. I, I like that. Yeah, it was a clean. It was like when, you know, you, you're getting a fight, and but, you know, you guys had a good fight just just got to respect each other at the end of that, man. You know, we got it all out. All right, cool. We good. Yeah. You know, when you two Something brothers like is that. fighting, might come to blows, but hey, we brothers at the end of the day. Got my back. Yeah. I got yours. We got it all out. We straight. And they shook hands, you know, and that was they, they they dapped it up, you know, the all the members of the speed of the uh, not the speed era of the inner circle. So <laughs> it was cool. Now, he, the interesting thing with all of this though was after the matchup. Jake Hager was still a little bit upset. He was in his feelings about losing the matchup. He was frustrated. MJF goes to the locker room area with the camera, and he talks to to, um, Jake Hager. He says, hey, man, you know, you did what many people wouldn't do. You got in the ring, and you survived. You came out, and you you still landed on your two feet. That's something you should be proud of, man. You should be proud of yourself. Super nice, bro. And Jake Hager's like, you know what? When you came back here, I thought I was going to deck you. <laughs> I appreciate you coming back here and, and checking in on me. So, I, you know, thank you. Now, basically, get the fuck out. Like, get the fuck out. <laughs> get the fuck out. He's like, all right, all right. So, but mm-hmm. I feel like there's a mm-hmm. method to mm-hmm. what MJF is. is doing. It is. There's a method to what he's doing because he – Jake Hager, you know, for him to to get Jake Hager on his side to say, oh, MJF came back here, he checked up on me. Okay, I appreciate that. That was cool. Jericho wasn't back there, but MJF mm. was. Mm-hmm. Has Jericho he- ever done that for, for Jake Hager? Because uh-huh. Jake Hager might be thinking about that. If push comes to shove, who was there for me when I was having a tough time? Uh, if MJF or, starts to or do, or what about Santana was having a tough time? MJF was there for Santana, gave him a gave yep. him a gift. He kept it real. 
Santana yeah. Ortiz returned a favor, gave him some trunks and all of that. Gave him, a, I yeah. think, what was it? A was it a new? I think it was a bandana. Had him with a bandana too. I think it was a band. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. So just uh, these, these things yeah. that he's doing, he's getting in good graces now. Mm-hmm. One could say, oh well, that's just him because you know they all had a hard time accepting mm-hmm. him before. Mm-mm. I don't think that's what it is. Mm-mm. I think Mm-mm. he's planting the seeds Mm-mm. to have them see Mm-mm. him as Mm-mm. a guy they can look at to say, this Mm-mm. guy has our best interest in heart. If push comes to shove, these moments specifically are going to be brought up to say, yes. I think MJF cares more about us than you do, Chris, because when shit was going on for me, he was here. Where mm-hmm. were you? The turning point right there, as I like to call it, you know, yeah. the NFL document show called the turning point. This is the turning point, as I call it, for MJF on a plan of being the new leader of the inner circle. <laughs> bye bye, Chris Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is what is happening. The master plan man, is going to gonna get catch lacking. They're going to jump the shit out of him. I see that coming. Jer- Jericho, you think they're just going to just beat the shit out of Jericho? They're going to beat the shit out of him, bro. Oh, man. Oh, my God. He's going to be the biggest face. People love it. People oh, love they love him. him already. They love his music. Yeah. And he still, you know, he still got to be that here because he's he's a hip, but they're going to set him up to be like one of the, the big faces, man. Yeah, and it, yeah. I mean it's Jericho. Like yeah. he'll face. He's one of yeah. those rare guys that it just does not matter. Like mm. he's just he's great. He's loved regardless. Right. So yeah, man. Oh, yeah. I can see it. I can see it, and I'm here for it, man. Let's 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 go. Let's go for 2021 face Jericho <laughs> run. And MJF. you want to call it? You want to make an early prediction? Early year? Early. Beginning of the year prediction. Maybe we can recap for when we getting ready to do season four. <laughs> as you as you say, it is decided. Ah! <laughs> Early prediction. Yes, Jericho face turn. MJF, the new leader of the inner circle. Mm. It is decided. There we go. You heard it here. The time is well. The time is midnight now. We're on the <laughs> January tenth now. Last week was on the January 9th. So now we're on the tenth. No, no, <laughs> yes. So yeah, man, I'm 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 there. I'm there. I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. I think that that's what's gonna happen. And hey, man, let's go. Let's go. I'm with it. Cool, I'm with cool, it. cool. Now, right after that, we had a, a promo scene with uh, Matt Hardy, Private Party, and Snoop Dogg <laughs> breaking down the contracts. You know, those two got hosed. <laughs> okay, there's and, something in that contract that's fucked up. Just just, just to let you know too. He said 30%. Let me get you the full picture. It's 30% from each of them. So total of 60% is what he's getting because if you watch BET on Monday, it was a a clip between him and Private Party and Matt Hardy is telling them, you know, giving him like his run history, talking about his manager, how he took advantage of him. Yeah, man, he's taking like 66% from me. I was like, shit, 66%. I was like, shit, that's a lot. And even Pirate Party was like, wow, that's a lot. Yeah, you try to get you back. It's like, yeah, man, I would never do you guys like that. I would never do you guys like that. <laughs> and then, and then, and, and then Private Party was like, all right, so what are you thinking? He was like, uh, I'm thinking uh, 30%. He was, and Pirate Party was like, okay, hmm. Well, that's a bit high, but uh, okay. Like, so 15, 15. He was like, uh, I'm thinking of 30 and 30. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god. I'm like a six percent difference from what he got hosed in the past to what he's trying to do now <laughs> to the private party. I would never do 66. 60. 30 and 30. He said, he said, I'm trying, and they agreed to that, man, because they signed the contract they signed that it. night with, with Snoop Dogg right there. I was like, man, but hey, th- like we said before, this is the plan for them to go heal along with Matt Hardy. He's gonna, he told him he's going to bring the best out of them. And this is, hey, man, I can't wait for this, man. I think this yeah. is what Private Party needs to you know, go on that next level too, man. I agree, man. You you summed it up perfectly. That I didn't know that about the 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 B the B. Oh, bro, that was you know, funny. Segment. You know, like, you know that what? Was, that was great. I'm gonna take a clip of that and I'll put it on the uh, on the Facebook group page on the Clark Street Wrestling community bag. That's what I'll <laughs> Please do. Please do. Wow, man, that's 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 awesome. That's awesome. Oh my god. All right, man. Let's let's keep it. Speaking of uh, Snoop Dogg, so Snoop Dogg was in the the next match as well with Cody. So Cody Rose went against Matt Seidel in, the, in this uh, this matchup here, this singles matchup. Uh, Snoop Dogg's a character, man. I love Snoop. He's he's one of my favorite people. Period. He's great. Oh, um, so this matchup, you know, the, the matchup itself was cool and all, but really Snoop is it was the was the highlight, man. I'm Bro, Snoop the antics he was that. doing because sometimes Cody would fuck up. Cody, Snoop Dogg's like, what the fuck <laughs> is you doing? Bro? hand on the what? hip and shit like he's just disappointed <laughs> like oh, oh my god cody you fucking up bro <laughs> in the role of arn anderson as the coach yes. with the what with did, the, what did jericho plays. call it with, with the, the menu the the the, <laughs> the waffle house menu the waffle house menu <laughs> oh, oh man. man that was bro. that was crazy and that who was. who was it that um that came out to to jump to jump uh, uh, Cody and, and Matt Seidel. Who was it that it, that they ended up attacking? I'm trying to remember. I think it was somebody from the crowd. Uh, oh, what's that guy's name with oh, the eye in the yeah, middle? yeah, with the eye in the middle and then his yeah, taxi yeah. partner. That's right. That's yep. right. Yeah, so they came out. and Because uh, Cody they, accidentally hit dude in the mask. I forget his name. Uh, I'm trying. I thought I had it. Nope. Can't think of his name. But he was in the red mask. <laughs> hit him on the accident. And then I think after the match was done, they came and attacked Cody and and Suit Dogs looking around. Ain't nobody gonna help. Oh, <laughs> where, where are people at? Finally, people started like, to come where out. Where at? Where at? <laughs> right. Matt said, I think uh, Matt Sadell and and uh, Cody help out. And this was this was crazy. So Snoop Dogg decides to all right I, to get involved. So he proceeds to climb the top of the rope. Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg is trying to, you know, direct traffic, telling Cody and <laughs> Matt Sattel to bring the body closer. <laughs> like, bring it closer. Uh, oh, <laughs> here you go. I'm about to do it. <laughs> and he just had the had the legs buckling and shit, knees buckling. I'm like, I was scared if he was going to oh, fuck man. up. If he was going to, you know, yeah. botch it. Have a, had a Matt Sattel issue. But, you know, it was... If I was to rate this this top over the top rope splash, I'll give it a four because of the attempt. You you went out I there. Give you, one. I give it a one. I'm not giving them a four. That was awful, man. It was Since great he that he went he up tried. there and tried. I love that he tried, and that's my guy, you know. But man, I got I got to keep it real. That was a one. That was 
probably the worst ever splash from the top by anybody in wrestling ever. Like, but it was fun. It was fun. He's trying to entertain. He did his thing. It was cool. <laughs> it was. A four it is was, a bit bro. high. A four is a bit I, high. <laughs> I want to, but I would like to hear. Oh, and it was Luther they, and uh, Serpentico, by the way. Oh, there we go. Yeah, Thank you. Appreciate yeah. that, man. Uh, if they ever decide to invite Snoop Dogg again, I will hope to have him on commentary. Because yes, Snoop Dogg on commentary is hilarious. Oh, he's great. Oh, I think he was calling a hockey game. And oh, when he was calling that shit, he was like, yeah, man, come on, get him, cuz. Get him, cuz. Get him right back. Get him right back, cuz. And the, the regular play-by-play dudes, they were just laughing, crack, cracking up because oh, this man. is hilarious, man. Seriously. Oh, man, no, He's bro. great on, um, on UFC Fight Pass uh, when they do the Contender Series. Sometimes uh, he's on there as one of the commentators, too. And he's great, man. Just like you said it, the way you say it, like, yeah, cuz, get him. Punch him in the face. Get him again. Get him again. I'll put him in that sleeper. Put him in that submission. Rear naked choke. Oh, damn. Like, just the things that he'll say is just so stupid. Yeah. He's like, he's his own. It's just great. It's just great, man. Like, so, yeah, him on commentary. Him and Jericho on commentary together, I think. I want to know what that's going to be like. They need to make that happen. Missed opportunity yes. not putting those two on commentary together. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be the shit. So, yeah, man. Oh, so good. So good. Um, real quick, too, before we get to the next match, there's a couple segments that happen here. So we had um, the weigh-in with uh, Darby oh, Allen and Brian Cage. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> um, you know, clearly they were, they were going to rib on the fact that yeah. Darby Allen's, you know, like half the size, basically, of Brian Cage. Just like a 100-pound difference between the two of these guys. Um, you know, you can Taz, visibly see that shit. What the fuck? Yeah. I need a confirmation for. Why are you <laughs> right. What is the point of this? Like Taz is like all proud over a one hundred pound advantage, <laughs> and then he's like, "Of course, he weighs what he does because look at all that stuff he's wearing. He's wearing his shoes. He's wearing a jacket. He's got his belt buckle. He's got the medal on. Like all that stuff is adding another uh, twenty pounds, man. probably." Like, damn, man, just getting on the man, you know, and then Darby Allen say, hey, man, I've been taking shit like this from people like you all my life. Like, it's nothing new to me. So he stood up for himself. That was cool. They were, you know, FTW or Team Taz, whatever they call themselves right now. They were getting ready to do something. Here comes Sting. And then Taz, sometimes I, I can't I can't decide if I'm annoyed with Taz or if I think <laughs> he's a genius because – when he gets mad and he's like, just just gets irate, yeah. I don't know. I'm just torn. But he was like, I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you, Sting. And I'm and I'm sick of you, Darby Allen. We're going to get you. <laughs> Brian Cage, the machine, is going to get you. And he's like, he's whining, but he's like, you know, trying to. I don't know, man. Like, it's, oh, it's man. entertaining. Still showing the disrespect. They don't, they don't announce Brian Cage as the FTW champion. They just announce Brian Cage. <laughs> He needs to stop. Brian Cage. He needs to stop. champion. No. Just Brian Cage. (laughs) They don't acknowledge it. it. They still don't acknowledge it. After all that that Taz fought for with Cody, still they don't acknowledge Uh, that belt. Still. uh, Because I noticed it because Brian Brian, he was like to the ref, he was like, you didn't didn't mention it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well. Sucks to be you. Sucks to be you. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, man. So that that was that was hilarious. And then um, 
John Moxley. John, I'm sorry. I, it just hit me. I'm more of a champion than Brian Cage. <laughs> wow. Hey, man. Look, that title was defended, and you won. There was an actual competition for that title. It, it was. It was. Yes. You're more of a champion than Brian Cage. This was not handed to me. No, nope. this was earned. This was earned. That's how you win championships. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just like here you go. <laughs> he bought it off of some some ECW <laughs> shop, some eBay guy. All right, let me buy this title. All right, man, I found one. I found an FTW nah, championship. Nah, There's that motherfucker left. with the with the wish. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> My stomach hurting, man. My stomach hurting. <laughs> oh, uh, wow. Every time. Every time we talk about Brian Cage, Fairy we always come to damn near champion. tears, bro. We can't take that man serious. No, I can't take we can't take him serious, serious with that fairy tale world champion. Stop it. It's crazy. Because it. I, I thought in my head, I was like, holy shit, I'm more of a champion than he is. Facts. <laughs> Facts. There was an actual competition. You earned it. Yes. Ridiculous. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. So, <laughs> just switch gears a little bit. John Moxley came back, cut a promo, basically saying, hey, man, you know, people want me to be pissed off, whatever, but you know what? I, I, I'm going to surprise y'all, you know, like, I lost. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, basically putting Kenny Omega on notice that, hey, you know, I'm coming after you. Now, I'm not going to mess with that championship matchup because Ray Phoenix, he's been wanting this opportunity his whole life, so I'm not going to mess that up. But. Know that you got a receipt coming, basically, is what John Moxley let him let him know. So he's still in that hunt. So that was cool. That was that promo was nice. But I got one gripe. One gripe. gripe. What the fuck was John Moxley doing wearing that Stone Cold inspired T-shirt? Oh yeah, <laughs> because that clearly was that skull. The way it was looked exactly like a Stone Cold T-shirt. And John Moxley, you know, the comparisons were there with Stone Cold when he was in WWE, right? Yeah. And I felt like he didn't like the fact that he was being compared to Stone Cold. Even when they, they did the podcast together, it was really awkward. You know, oh, was, yeah, that awkward interview. It was bad. Yeah, yeah. But now you put on the, 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 the Stone Cold-esque T-shirt with the skull, the red eyes, and then what he put, no quit. That's the one difference that makes it. Well, it's not a Stone Cold t-shirt. It doesn't say Austin 316. It says no quit. See, no look, quit. look, it's so different. It's like the bookend with the rock bottom. Like, see, I tell you, I land on my knees. He lands on his legs. I have no quit. He has Austin 316. It's completely different. Come on, man. We see what you're doing. So to me, that was a fail. To me, that was a fail. Yeah. Him having that T-shirt, I'm like, nah, man. Don't use skulls. Don't do any of that. You got to do your own thing. Be John Moxley. That's it. Oh, so yeah, God. I didn't know if yeah. you caught that, but I saw that. I'm like, no, I didn't catch cool. that, man. Yeah, good, good uh, call out yeah. right there. Yeah, I think Jr. Yeah. says something. To, it was Jr. Tony. They said something about it, like, oh yeah, look at the the new shirt. I was like, you better not. St- don't don't draw attention <laughs> to that T-shirt. Don't do it. 
because I I could not get Stone Cold out of my mind. I saw that. I said, no, don't don't do this. Don't do this. This is not not a not a not a comparison that you want. You know, because mm-hmm. all the history there and eh, so. You know, just had to bring that up real quick. But the promo was nice, and then we, we saw him a little later it on. Was. We'll talk about that. Um, so, yeah, just want to bring that up. All right, let's get to this. I am very curious to hear what you have to say about this women's championship matchup. Shida. Hikaru Shida versus Abaddon. What were your thoughts, sir? Uh, hmm. So... I love how you Abaddon right. was trying to kill. <laughs> hey, man, Randy Orton just put that out there. Like, I this know, is man. what this, we do now this, wrestling. This is the universe now. You know, it kicked off with Impact, had a murder during a wedding. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm like, that's oh, true. Impact okay, that's what first. we're that's doing. We're killing. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're killing people out here now. In the universe of wrestling now. <laughs> so, it's fair game for everybody. Yep. But I thought it was cool, man. Abaddon, for her... That's going to take some time for me to get used to. When she first came out, it was very different. And it was something that very that caught my attention. But as for something for TV time to see, you know, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. So you're, not, it, you're not that into it anymore. The, the whole Abaddon, like... Maybe I think it's just too much. I don't even know the 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 the, the theater of it. The zo- right? yeah yeah the zombie ish the ghoulish whatever creature you're trying to be and then you you brought Sheeta under the ring and by the chink of her you know by the by the uh, took a piece of her neck you know what I'm saying <laughs> I was like holy shit okay I was like that's what we doing going that far with it all right but Shayna Baszler she the one she the one I was glad he. I'm glad she won, you know, but I don't know, man. I'm not sold on the Abaddon, Abaddon uh, character. Not so, so, no. so first, Shannon Baszler tried the same thing with the biting on the neck, and it was ridiculous <laughs> yeah. then. Good and call, I feel like it's point. still ridiculous now, you know, doing the bite <laughs> on the neck. I think that taking a doing the bite and then later on seeing Sheeta's neck and when, once it wiped off, there's no bite mark. It's like. You start to lose <laughs> the the believability. Yeah. I'm looking like, yeah. okay, now it just look just just looked really fake, you know. And I, I it starts to take me out of the matchup overall. It does. It seemed like you just took her under the ring and put a whole bunch of red paint on her and just yeah. Sudden, so here you go, here you go, here you go. Now act like you got bit. Okay, cool. Let's right. go with that. All right, all right. And then as the match is going on, it's kind of like you can't cover it up anymore. You gotta you gotta wrestle. But then you see the neck and it's like, oh no, that's just no, that's not blood. That's clearly ink and. We all get the the the, the game of yeah. wrestling. We all understand that, but we want it. We want to escape in it and to have it be believable. And when you lose that believability, even with a character like say the Undertaker, right? Like the mm. Undertaker was larger than life, kind of this like ghoulish figure, but he still had that kind of like um, mystique, you know? That kind of like I don't know. It just felt believable still. Where you look at yeah. you like, damn, like I know this isn't supposed to be. Um, you know, this, um, real, this real thing, like I, it's a zombie in real life, but you just let yourself lose yourself in it, man. It was like, I don't know. There's something about Undertaker that just worked with this. I feel like they're kind of going a little too far. And honestly, even though as a fan of Sheeta, I'm happy she won, 
but I actually think the wrong person won this matchup. I feel like Abaddon should have won this matchup given what she did to Sheeta. You know, I feel like with Abaddon taking Body a chunk in the neck. Out of, yeah, yeah, you take a chunk out of her neck like that, and then yeah. she's able to finish like the matchup. That's like a boss weak point right there when you think about it. Like, man, your HP just went down down to 50% now. <laughs> right. <laughs> it would have been understandable. Like, this was the one time where it's like, okay, she just took a chunk out of her neck. The, the commentators are like, how are they even letting, you know, Sheeta continue in this matchup? Like, how are they letting this continue? And yeah. You know, I'm, and I'm saying the same thing. Like, wow, like they're probably going to end up stopping the matchup, or she's going to lose too much blood, and she's going to pass out because you know that that should happen. Like, it just mm-hmm. makes sense that that would not allow her to continue this matchup. Like, once that chunk got taken out of her neck, I felt like they need to get to the finish, like ASAP. All mm. right, chunk is taken out of her neck. Oh shit! You know, she's trying to fight back, but she's she's woozy, she's losing blood. She, they got to get her to a hospital at this point with all that blood that she lost. Yeah. Abaddon hits her with the finisher. One, two, three. New champion. Cool. Get the paramedics out here. <laughs> Let's get Rashida to the hospital. Yeah. And tend to this bite mark. Like, this is, that's how it should have been. Because logically, that, that makes sense. But if you want to play it like that, if you want to have her, Abaddon, you know, take a bite of her neck, they, actually, she should have did it. She should have did it before the match. You know, may, maybe like a backstage segment, and then yeah. you know she gets get sent to the trainer's room. She got like you know bandages and all that type of shit as she's coming out to the up, match. And then, exactly, yeah. that's how you that do it, been man. Better. Yeah. Exactly, man. Because then it's like okay, you hide the bite mark, but you show like yep. hey, she took a chunk out of her, and yeah. then you have the match that you yep. had. Okay, yeah, then I would have been all right with all right. They tended to sheet already. Yeah, she's operating at like. 70 percent 65 capacity exactly yeah yeah okay that i like that too i like that if you were gonna have sheeta win this matchup you do it before the matchup have her get 10 to 2 first i like that i like that so yeah i don't know i just felt like this matchup it was it was a spectacle it was great for sheeta in terms of trying to make her seem even more of a strong champion um, it hurt Abaddon because if she can't beat her after doing that, then how the hell is she ever going to beat Cheetah? <laughs> like, I just can't. I just don't know if I would believe it. So, yeah, man, like, I don't know. It's just one of those things. But um, so let's let's uh, let's table that one. So, Sheeta, awesome. Congrats to you on winning that matchup. Um, let's get to let's see. Where are we at with this? All right, I'm looking at night two as well. Should okay, we're last. at the main event. Perfect. Yeah, main event. Main event. So we got Kenny Omega, the Kenny Omega, the champion. Kenny Omega versus Ray Phoenix. <laughs> Man, this match right here is mm. probably the favorite four match of the year already. Mm-hmm. Just as you would say, I'm I'm giving you this one. It is decided. Yes, As Devin would say it is decided. It is decided. <laughs> to me, this right here, it is a, it is a candidate already. Wow, what a matchup this was, man! You go ahead and tell your side of this, man. Like, what was your experience oh. watching this matchup? What? Oh think? my god, my experience was my head was blown, man. I was in a you know, <laughs> in just in a orgasmic state of wrestling. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, this. 
This is what happens when you got two all-stars going out at 100%, just like two Super Saiyans just battling each other, just going toe-for-toe. You know, just that that German suplex combination oh Ray Phoenix God. did to Kenny Omega. Yes. That was insane. What the? F- that was insane. I've never seen anything like that, man. I've never seen that before, no. I was like, what the hell was that? You know what it, I'm saying? It was, and it was, it was insane. Oh, my God. I love... I love protected finishers. I love protected finishers, man. Yes. Oh, yes. Because oh my God, the way watching it right now, Kenny Omega. Yes, he set <laughs> that man up. Just you know, V triggers, just violent V triggers, and then he he get him on the the one week angel, got him. And I love how Ray Phoenix. You know, he he ain't kicking oh, out, but yeah. he's like one, two. He's like ugh. <laughs> and nothing, yeah, nothing left. left. <laughs> nothing left, bro. I was like, oh man, going out on this shield like a G. That's what I'm talking about, man. 100, percent man. That's and that's what I love too, man. It even though he lost, he looked good. You know, Kenny Omega, pfft, the best, yeah. the best, sir. I will give you yes. that. Yes. The best. I, yes, you're getting the shirt, sir. You had, yeah. you heard from me. You were definitely getting the shirt. You will get, you will be on world. my wall of excellence, right Best next to the world. head of the table, From sir. North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Win- Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Yes. Every, t- I, I, I love how they try to wiggle in North Carolina. Like, how they going to do it? <laughs> <laughs> but man, it was, it was the match of the night out of yes. both for NXT and AEW. Yes. AEW yes, 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 yes. It was that hot. That hot. It was. It was. I agree. Match of the night for both of them for sure. Um, after the matchup, Don Callis, you know, he was basically saying, hey, you know, like Kenny Omega, yeah, congrats to him. And let's congrats to Ray Phoenix on his final match, on his last match in his career, because we're about to beat the shit out of you right now. So <laughs> he basically, he showed on the Tron that, um, all, that, that uh, you could see it was, who was it that was back there? Um, his brother, uh, uh, Penta, and, um, oh, man, what's his oh, name? Oh, it was Pac. Pac. Was out, was yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Both Eddie, of them were there, Eddie though, getting destroyed. Yeah, yeah. So, so they were getting destroyed, and so then, like, all right, so they're done, and now it's yeah. your turn. So they were getting ready to destroy him. Um, Kenny Omega was getting ready to do work. And then um, who tried to come to the rescue for, for Ray Phoenix? I'm trying to remember. Let me see, because I got it on my phone playing it right now. I'm just going to No, I, literally, I'm watching it right now, too. But I'm yeah. trying to remember, because the big that? reveal came after that for who intervened. Because I know, like, the whole locker room, like, people oh, were coming you know from what? the oh, crowd. Oh, it was uh, Dean Ambrose. Oh, John Moxley. John Moxley. Yo, that's now, right, why I say right. Dean Ambrose? Why yeah, right. I'm <laughs> right, so sorry. Flashback. I know, John Moxley. I said Dean. Dean Moxley. I, oh, my yeah. God. I can't believe that. That came oh, out God. like I usually yeah, say that name. Yeah, just like confidently. Dean Ambrose. Right. Dean Ambrose. Like, like the, the money roll. <laughs> right. Hold on. It's a flashback. Now, John. John. Moxley, he came out, uh, barbed yes. wire bat, I believe he had in his hand, uh, tried to uh, come to the to the aid of uh, Ray Phoenix, and mm. then, mm. man, oh man, mm. the Good Brothers good showed brothers. up mm-hmm. from Impact. Mm-hmm. Wow, Lame the Good waste. Brothers showed up, 
They had Kenny's back. Oh, my God. Just destroyed. People were trying to jump in from all over. You had wrestlers from the crowd jumping in. Yeah, I saw like that wrestler, Danny Limelight, just trying to jump in from AEW Dark. Like, they were just trying to help out. They just whooping everybody ass. Like, you get super kicked. You get clothesline. Ain't nobody coming in this square circle. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Then the Young Bucks come out. You know, they walking up to Kenny. They're like, man, what the fuck you doing, man? What's going on, bro? Bro. You know, and I think who else was trying to get Kenny and the Young Bucks end up super kicking whoever was trying to uh, oh, bring Kenny oh, out of the man. ring? Well, so so real quick. So, uh, yeah. Like, oh, so the, the Varsity Blunts. The Varsity oh, Blunts. Right. Yeah. So the Young Bucks. So they, they came out and it looked like they were trying to keep the peace. Like, whoa, whoa, what is going on? Like, everybody just calm yeah. down. Hold up. Wait a minute. Time out. Pause. You know, like just trying to calm everything down. And then you got Kenny looking at them and he kind of had this smirk on his face. Like he was almost just trying to get to the point. Like, you know, they're trying to play it off. But Kenny was all like, no, I already know what's about to happen. This is, yeah. And then, like you said, the Varsity Blondes, they grabbed, I think they grabbed Kenny, right? They They grabbed him. And then the Young Bucks said, oh, no, super kick. Super kick. (laughs) And I was like. This is happening. Holy and fuck. And what did Kenny do? He's getting all geeked. He was like, yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he put up the two sweet. The good brothers put up the two sweet. And, and I, was the young actually, bucks looking. I was actually shocked, but I was like, hold on. I thought I thought WWE trademarked that shit. Nope. Like, they can't do nope. the two sweet. They do whatever <laughs> the fuck they want at this point. I guess. I guess. <laughs> good brothers. I'm the collector. Kenny Omega. Then the Young Bucks said, all right. The so Young now, Bucks actually look hesitant at first. Like They did at first. Mm. Should we do this? Fuck yeah, let's do this. Yeah, fuck. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. The the, the reuniting of this Reunited this and it feels so good. <laughs> club on American soil in uh, the States. AEW. Mm. Essentially yes. is what we're getting. Mm. This is this is this is something, man. This is crazy. Like 2021 is starting off with a bang for yes. AEW for sure. Like yes. that ending right there, mm. just just perfect. That's Perfection. wrestling right there, man. It's like <laughs> WWE. You guys can just if you just clean up here and there, uh, you can just uh, you can do so much. You know what I'm saying? They give us some, but they can just do so much better. But this is what AEW is here for, man. It's so refreshing. You know, uh, seeing reunions, seeing protected finishers, seeing just seeing, man, just seeing wrestling how it's supposed to be, basically, man. It's just great, yeah, man. Makes it me feel great. good as a wrestling fan. Ditto, man. I echo those comments, man. Amazing, amazing moment. We had to close off this episode for yes. AEW New yes. Year Smash. Both of these shows, NXT and AEW's New Year shows, were amazing. We were the winners as fans. Thank you, yes. thank you, thank you, NXT. We thank were you, the thank winners. You, thank you, AEW. Yes, as Devin caresses the championship. <laughs> Damn it! I want my Goldie back! I want my nah. Goldie back! <laughs> Two episodes straight, oh, too, man. baby. Oh, man. Rested on my shoulder oh. right here. This even doing the pre-show be... too, I was like, "Where's my baby at?" And he was like, "No, I can't even look at you. I couldn't even look at the screen. <laughs> you can't even I look couldn't. At I was like, that was just with me for three years.' <laughs> ah, ah, well, 
that's okay. That's okay. Well deserved. <laughs> All right. So that is it. We went through everything in AEW and NXT. Did. But before we go, as always, Devin, tell the people. Tell the uh, people on this first yes. episode of 2020. Well, second episode of 2021. Yes. Tell the people where they can catch us. Yes. Well, the first official recording of 2021. Yes. Well, well the WWE one. Us. That's why I'm saying that. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can always find us on the various social platforms. We got a lot. We got Facebook. And shout out to our Facebook followers that who, who's been growing. We are at 230 followers on the Facebook page. That is fucking amazing, and we want to thank Hell everybody. Yeah. I remember we just started our page, and we had about 30, 35 people just from friends and family. Now we got people coming from all walks of life. We got wrestlers joining. We got people who run podcasts, uh, you know, good podcasts. You know, uh, shout out to George McKay. You know, that's cool. He got the Straight Talk Wrestling, too. Dirty Heels Podcast, Top Rope Wrestling Podcast, part of the group as well. Uh, the Clark Street Wrestling community. So we thank y'all for joining that. And shout outs to our, our people that follow our Instagram page. We're, we already cracked the 200 followers. Just let everybody know. We're over 200 followers on Instagram. Ah, thank you. Thank you. We, you know, just seeing growth, you know, just makes my heart come alive. It just yeah, let yeah. us know that, you know, people are, are willing to, you know, let, let us in their homes and their hearts you entertain like us. them. You really like us. I know you. You know, you, yeah, yeah. You love me. You really, really love me. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, just oh, yeah. big shout out to all our followers, especially in, in Twitter too, TikTok. And, man, YouTube TikTok, is, TikTok. The bit, is the next biggest platform that we're going to be working on growing. Oh, man. Man, we're, right now no we way. have 47, follow, uh, 47 subscribers. I'm saying followers, subscribers. This is YouTube now. Damn. 47 already. subscribers already. We're only two months in. Looking to crack Can't that wait. 50 right now. On our way to the road 102. So help us get there as well. So everybody who follows the Cartridge Wrestling Pack, or uh, podcast we're on video platform as well on youtube and yes you can always follow us on any major podcast we'll have all the podcast links and videos on our website that is the clarkstreetwrestling.com st for the abbreviation and we got over 160 episodes for your listening pleasure baby yes Sir, yes, sir, as he again caresses with Goldie. Yeah! But that's going to do it for this recap of NXT, New Year's Evil, and AEW New Year's Smash Night 1. We will catch you guys next time. Well, I'm Hafiz. I'm messing up the ending because I'm so mad because I'm looking at Goldie. Look at you. You're not with me. Damn it. You want, want me to put this away? You need, you need some time? No, no, it's okay. Enjoy it. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's motivation. It's motivation seeing it on Ooh, your shoulder. It's motivation. Motivation, huh? Okay. <laughs> I'm a feast. This is Devin. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. I am your champion. Ah! Peace. <laughs> <laughs>